Welcome to Parent Talk Podcasts, where experienced parents and expert guests give tips and tricks on making parenting a breeze. Well, at least a little easier. Now here is your host, Genevieve Kyle, and co-host, Heather Fox. Hi everyone and welcome to the third season of Parent Talk, everything parenting and more. We are broadcasting out of the greater Vancouver area. I'm your host, Genevieve Kyle, mom of two. I'm also the host of Les Parents Parle, which is Parent Talk's French edition. And you can join me every Wednesday live on the web at Nikki Radio, N-I-K-Y Radio. For a parenting segment at 12:30 p.m. and from 9 p.m. to midnight Pacific Standard Time, I'm with my co-host Heather Fox. Hi, Heather. Hello, everyone. Yes, Heather Fox here, co-host of Parent Talk. I am also a mom of two. And before we get started, I would love to share with everyone how much fun we are having at Leapfrog Gymnastics, which is our current sponsor here at Parent Talk Podcast. And the boys have been going on the weekends, and we are having so much fun. They get to go through different circuits made of specialized mats and equipment where they're working on lots of different skills such as body and spatial awareness strength and balance and of course those great social skills as well so as a sponsor leapfrog gymnastics is offering our listeners 25 dollars off their first month of classes for new members only with the promo code parent talk for more information on programming and birthday parties visit leapfroggym.com we hope to see you there Awesome. Today we're talking about are you doing too much for your child? And we have with us from San Diego, Jason Kreidman. Jason is the founder of Dad University, helping dads learning what they are not taught in school. So hi, Jason, and welcome to Parent Talk Podcast. Hello, it's great to be here. I'm very excited. Jason, tell us a little bit about Dad University. It's so interesting. I want everyone to hear about where and where did you get this great idea? You know, when I was, uh, actually, I was a new parent. Um, I, we had two kids. My first child was about three. My second child was about one. And I was just really frustrated. I didn't... Um, you know, there, there wasn't as many tools. I started searching for some answers. I was, and, and like I said, I was frustrated with my current situation and just kind of not knowing what to do. And so I started seeking things out and I started, um, I went to some parenting classes. I then started a meetup group and I just thought, you know, if there's, if I'm having this problem and many of these different, you know, issues that I'm facing, there's got to be other dads. And so then, you know, this, it, it evolved over time. And then a couple of years ago, it, it, it really started getting serious. I started making some videos and started doing a lot of social media. And that's really where the traction started. And, you know, a lot of interest came. So I do a lot of videos, um, helping dads and various things, you know, a lot of new dads will come to me and ask questions. Um, but then we talk about, you know, other things too. We talk about the relationship, we talk about self-improvement, And just overall helping dads, like, you know, the tagline says, just learn what they're not taught in school because we aren't taught this stuff. So that's really, that's really what the impetus was to start it. Oh, so cool. All right. If we're diving into today's topic, how do you know if we are doing too much for our kids? Well, I, th I think, um, I think everybody does too much for their kids, actually. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, we don't do it for a bad reason. I mean, most of us do things for our children because we love them. It's a way that we show love. Um, I just have an opinion that I think we do too much for our children. And 
it's it's it what ends up happening is it ends up affecting the children in a negative way and i mean and we see it all the time um and so you know the ways to know if you are doing that is you know could the child do what you're doing for them could they do it on their own you know and you ask that question i think even if you ask that question a lot of parents don't give their kids enough credit that they're very very capable you know and even if you have young children they're very capable of doing things on their own and we just we often just don't let them do that. Mm. Yeah, I think, and I think Heather would say the same. I do like to see if they can do it and then let them try it. And then if they can do it, then you start doing it again or you just keep doing it until they can actually do it by themselves. But the moment then they start be able to do something, it's hard sometimes to know when, you know, let's say if we take an example, zipping your, their jacket, right? right? Of course, and when they're like one zero to one, we'll be doing it. But then between one to two, they'll be doing it. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, when you're talking the zero, one, two, three, four, you know, the toddler, mm-hmm. you know, every child's going to be a little bit different. They're going to be at different stages. And, you know, we shouldn't say, well, absolutely, that child should be tying their shoes at age three. I mean, you know, for, but, but they should make the attempt you know, and they should be trying to do that. And, you know, and I've seen it at my kids' schools where, you know, the parents are carrying their backpacks, they're tying their shoes for them. Um, I just witnessed a, uh, a parent cutting the pancakes for his son. And I won't tell you how old his son is because it just was not appropriate. Um, I think his son was growing a beard. You know, and um, oh, he was gosh. no. I mean, he was still he was he was uh, an, you know an older child, and yet the parent you know. But that's something the parent doesn't realize is actually harming the child. You know, it, it, it's prohibiting from them to be able to do things on their own because I guarantee you, if the pancakes are being cut, there are other things that are being done for them as well. Oh, I'm sure about that. <laughs> yeah. So why do you think parents do so much for their kids then? Well, I think we do it out of love. I, I think that's probably the major reason. I, I, I mean, I think there's a couple of things. I think, um, I think in general, parents may not believe that their child is capable, you know, and that's a negative. That's a negative thought. And then the other, I think, though, is just out of pure love. You know, they. That's it's often a way that we show our affection or we show how we love them is by doing things for them. Um, and so, you know, and, I, and I've talked to many dads who have sort of caught themselves or they find themselves doing that and going, wow, you know, you're right. I just, it's like the way that I feel like I can participate, you know, and, and sometimes that's a way that they feel like they can be involved. It's like, well, I'll help them carry this or I'll make their lunch for them or, you know, I'll get them dressed. And it's, it's this thought that if I'm doing these things, I'm a better parent you know, because I'm helping them. And the truth is, it's actually the opposite. You're not helping the child. You're, you know, you're, you're doing something that's going to sort of inhibit their growth and, um, you know, prohibit them from being able to do these kinds of things on their own. And I'm sure it translates to other, you know, psychological things too, where they don't have as much confidence. They don't, there's other things as well. Definitely. I've also seen it too, when we're always in such a rush that it, the parent feels it's just easier for me to do it because it's going to get done faster for and I sure. don't have time to wait for them, right? So that's kind of also another area that I see it happening too yeah. much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, I'm guilty of that. I mean, I, you know, when my kids were younger, I, I, exactly. I mean, you're trying to get out the door. 
It's, okay, you know, I'll just put on their shoes. I, you know, well, (laughs) if you really take a step back, you know, why are you late getting out the door? Well, it's probably your fault. You know, that's, (laughs) that's, and and I realized, I was like, you know what, maybe I need to get up a little earlier, or maybe I need to start this process a little earlier so that I'm not the cause of this, you know, and so we, we, you know, we, we just have to look at those kinds of things and say, you know, and take responsibility for them that uh, maybe it is on us that, you know, we're hurrying out the door. And as a result, we're the ones enabling them by doing the things for them, too. You know what? I started trying to be half an hour early everywhere and I was still 15 minutes late. So <laughs> it's a good idea to change your plans. Yeah, as a parent. Yeah. I, you know, as you know, as you're a parent, and as you know, time just changes. It's it's everything takes you longer. Everything is slower. I mean, you know, just the time to get into the car has just increased by, you know, X amount because you have children. And I, I can't imagine for, for, you know, for you, you're in the snow, you zip them up, you, they've got a bunch of clothes, they have to go to the bathroom now, you know, just getting them into the car is a task. Um, and, and, and so your, yeah, your, your element of time has to shift when you're a parent, there's no question. Definitely. So what are some things that you think parents do for their kids that they shouldn't be doing? Well, I think, you know, it's, it's sort of age, you know, age um, focused. And, you know, let's say when they're very young, I think, you know, you had mentioned the, the you know, the zipping up the, the, the sweatshirt or zipping up the, the jacket. So, I mean, getting child dressed is a perfect example that I think most parents probably, you know, who are guilty of it, um, you know, their, their children can, can probably do it much younger and could do it themselves, you know, at least putting on their shirt or, or something, you know, a zipper might be a little bit more difficult or buttons are difficult. Um, you know, tying shoes, uh, making a child's lunch, you know, at a certain age, getting them up for school, you know, and having their own alarm, carrying things for them. Like if they have their backpack, I mean, I often say if a child is old enough to have a backpack and use a backpack, they're old enough to carry it. You know, that's, um, you know, same thing with travel, you know, if they're, if they have a suitcase, you know, it, I mean, kids, kids suitcases are very small, they can carry it, you know, they can do that. Definitely, um, yeah. and, and, and otherwise, you were going to hear the proverbial, I'm so tired, you know, dad, can you take my, you know, whatever? No, I'm <laughs> sorry, I can't, you know, you need to do it. Um, yeah. And it's hard. Sometimes it's hard, because you feel like, you know, sometimes you might feel like you're a bad parent, or you feel like you should help them. And certainly, I'm not saying this is an all or nothing thing there. It's not that like that I don't help my children at all. And I just I sit back and I let them do everything. But those kinds of things where I mean, even, you know, throwing away a piece of, you know, some trash or, you know, something where when they're small, you're like, Oh, here, you know, give me your trash. Well, no, there's the trash can go walk over there and throw it away. You know, um, definitely. And you're and and you're not thinking, you have to think of it as a, as a, as a teaching element that, you know, you're not bossing them around, you're not controlling them. You're really doing this in a way to teach them, you know, that to teach them to be sufficient or, you know, sufficient for themselves and to be, um, you know, to be able to handle things on their own. And as you build it, you know, they become more confident. And I think that that's just an important thing for kids as they grow. 
Definitely. With um, our three-year-old, we've actually, we have this little sticker chart for him and he's starting to help with more things around the house. Yep. So for instance, when he's out of milk, he we have to go down to the fridge in the basement to get his milk. So he actually carries the milk all the way up the stairs for me. <laughs> and- That's great. <laughs> So this little three-year-old, one step at a time, but he's getting the milk up there and then yep. he gets a sticker when he gets the milk upstairs and things like when we change um, his little sister's diaper, he'll go take that into the diaper pail for me. And so yep. he's starting to be a little bit more helpful and, um, you know, and starting to kind of get the little sticker rewards and eventually, you know, he'll see that, you know, his work will be able to say get him that new little hot wheel scar that he wants but he's going to actually work for these things and we're not going to do everything for him anymore kind of thing so it's been going really well so yeah and, and keep in i mean keep in mind kids want to help you know mm-hmm. um i mean that's a different discussion about reward and things i mean you know I, yeah. but um but the truth is is I, I would imagine he would do those things even without being rewarded you know it, because the the intrinsic value is is I got I did that myself you know and even mm-hmm. that positive reinforcement is like did you just see you brought that milk can all the way up the stairs by yourself like you did that um, and and that's a I mean that's a whole other topic I go on about you know positive reinforcement and and um, I'm big on not saying I'm proud of you and great job and that kind of thing it all comes from within for them maybe we can talk about that separately. Um, <laughs> But it's, it's something that, you know, little kids love to help. And, you know, when you're at the store, or when you're doing something, and so it just becomes ingrained in them that that's part of being, you know, that's part of, you know, being part of the family is you do these mm-hmm. things, you know, you just do that rather than, I mean, I'll say rather than being rewarded, they'll do it because it's like, that's just what's expected of you, you know? Yeah, I have done um, a podcast in French with a lady and what she's recommending, her name is Linda Cousson, and what she's recommending is to do a board and um, put the rules and the consequences on the other side. So the rules can be anything you establish in your home Mm -hmm. and to establish the consequences with your child. And what she was saying is... um, Sometime your children would actually pick consequences a little bit like harsher than you would as a parent. So she's saying it's really good exercise to do with your child. And it can even be a young teenager, you know, that can go that can work actually even until teenager years, I would say. But I thought it was really interesting to um to do yeah yeah for sure i mean and and, you know rewards and consequences are something that i talk about a lot um or i should say lack of them um you know lack of reward and lack of consequence in other words like i mean the consequences might be natural consequences versus like you know grounding and 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 getting in trouble and that kind of thing because that's just not something i do um, mm-hmm. so that would be an interesting conversation too, but we we're trying to stay on topic. So there's so many exciting <laughs> things. To talk. <laughs> there's a lot of things to talk about. So what are the consequences of doing too much for your kids? Now that we're talking about consequences. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, um, expectations and what happens is, is that your child then expects you to do things for them. So, you know, they, they, there's no reason for them to do it. So they could become lazy. Uh, that's one thing is, you know, People, I think, will find that they're, you know, their teenage child. Um, in fact, I was just on a live uh, broadcast this morning or live um, on my channel. And somebody had asked that question about their teen. And they said, like, my, you know, how do I get my teen to be more independent and more self-sufficient? And I said just that is, 
I'm going to guess, I'm making this assumption, but I'm guessing that you do everything for them and you've done everything for them over the years. And they, they, they came back with saying, you're exactly right. I did. And so now they're seeing that as a teen, you know, they're not getting up on their own in the morning. They're not able to, you know, they don't even know how to, you know, make their own lunch, um, you know, or, and so these, these things that eventually when they leave the house, you want them to be able to take care of themselves and have that confidence to do that. And, and part of it too, is just, you know, the consequences is like doing everything for them is exhausting, you know? It's, it's really tiring as a parent to like, feel like you have to do everything for them. And, and so part of that is, um, is they, you know, just learn to do it themselves. And I think that's important. So I think that's a consequence. I think laziness, I think, um, you know, lack of confidence. I think those are all going to be, you know, consequences of parents doing too much for their kids. Mm-hmm. So how can we as parents fix this? Stop doing stuff. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> sit, <On> back, strike. <laughs> sit back, drink your coffee, and not do anything. Um, no, I, I, I think it's I think it's just being more aware. Um, you know, something I talk about a lot is think, and this this really changed my parenting was thinking of yourself as a coach rather than a parent. And mm-hmm. when you start to take that mentality that wow, I, you know, I'm a coach, I'm a teacher. That's my role is to teach this little person how to live in this world and how to be able to do things. So as it stands, like you said about, you know, going and getting the milk, you know, and that they're able to walk up the steps and do that, you know, eventually then hopefully they can then serve themselves the milk and they can, you know, make their own cereal and they can do these things. And, And so that's, you know, that's something that I think is important that, and then we also giving them that ability to try it, you know, and allowing them to do it. And so I think as a parent, you just, you have to be mindful of all of these different things that we do and just ask yourself, you know, maybe could my child do this themselves? You know, is this something that they can do? And and if your answer is no, well, then why not? Is it because you don't think they can do that? Or is because they don't think they can do it, you know, and then and then, that's the best way to build resilient children. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. Uh, yeah, resilience is so important. You know, we we all need a little bit more resilience. <laughs> <laughs> Every, everybody could use more. Awesome, Jason. We can find you on our panel of expert at parenttalk.ca. Where else can we find you? Um, you know, my, my, probably the, the most prominent place is YouTube. Um, I have a YouTube channel called dad university and, and that's, uh, you know, I'm on every social channel, whatever social channel that somebody prefers, I'm, <laughs> I'm there and, and putting content, but I would, I would really say the most valuable thing is the YouTube channel. That's where I have all my videos and, and people can see all that. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jason. And thank you, Heather, for taking the time to be here and helping us be the best parents we can be. Don't forget, if you want to hear a little bit more about Heather and I, we are releasing some mini episodes called Real Mom Moments, where we talk about what's happening in our daily lives as moms. If you have a question and you would like to join us on our show as a guest or as an expert, please visit the contact us section on our website at parenttalk.ca. If you are near us, don't forget to check out Leapfrog Gymnastics and get your $25 off your first month of classes with the promo code Parent Talk. 
follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can always subscribe directly to this podcast on our website at parenttalk.ca. If you enjoyed today's episode, we are inviting you to share it on your social media. As we all know, parenting can be hard, so it's important to laugh, keep learning, cherish your village, and be true to yourself. Parent Talk is a safe space for everyone. Thank you for listening, and have a great week. The views and or opinions of the host and their guests are not necessarily those of Parent Talk and should not be considered as fact. The information offered is believed to be accurate, but is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice and should not be used for diagnosing or treating any health issue or prescribing medication. If you have any questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your child, please seek assistance from a qualified healthcare practitioner.